everybody to this edition of the Swamp Talk Podcast with Quentin and Chris. We are back after a week of finals. Thank the Lord that is over. You're and, home. And I'm home. We're actually together on this one. Yeah, we are. Thank the Lord. I'm so happy to have it over. I know everybody else, all the other college kids, just relieved that it's all over until the spring. But hope everybody did well on the finals. Or not finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, finals. Yeah, but... We have a lot to talk about because we've taken a week off, and we're not going to get into everything, but I, I do want to hit up something that we failed to talk about on our last podcast. When we get, I know we haven't gotten to it yet, I did, we did have a question, I think, about uh, the high school football, of one of the teams. We'll get to that when we get to high school football. Yeah, we're going to talk our about Our buddy Stevie sent us some. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too, but first we're going to get into some Canes hockey because our boy Alden Early... <clears throat> from Twitter has been asking us to do uh do a little segment on Kane's hockey since the last podcast we didn't get to do it uh last time but now uh we are able to and I actually have some stuff and we were able to actually last night I was able to watch the end the third period of the Canes game they played against the New York Islanders got a three nothing win there last night and in New York oh they were away they won a yeah. road. no they won a road game against the Islanders three to nothing. Which, I don't know if anybody follows Canes hockey. It's it's just something about New York hockey teams that the Canes have not been able to get a handle of for, I don't know, ever since Brenda Moore became head coach. But we were able to pull it out last night and uh, really put it away because I was able to watch third period. Entering the third period, it was only one to nothing Canes. And they just started going off and got two back-to-back goals. Uh, defense was really good, and I, I thought it was impressive because looking back on it, I didn't know at the time, but the Canes are actually pretty pretty riddled with injuries right now, and especially, you know, some top names are on the, what what do you call it, injured reserve right now. They're on the, right. the IL, uh, which that would be uh, especially uh, Sebastian Ajo, your man Ajo. Is the center? He's out and forward. Jesper Feist. I almost bought an Aho jersey today. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I almost, like almost. But yeah, three shot three zero shutout over the Islanders. Probably their best complete effort. Um, they actually had their third string goalie in Piotr Kachetkov. Uh, number one goalie Freddie Anderson is recovering from his own injury still, but it sounds he's pretty close to returning uh, soon. The Canes, uh, after that 3-0 win last night, they are playing a lot better this time around. They've had five wins in six games. Uh, one loss came in overtime to the Anaheim Ducks. I remember that. Uh, it was a tough one. Canes have been road warriors per early part of their season with 10 wins coming on the road. They've had 10 road wins. Overall record stands, 15 wins, 6 losses, and 6 overtime losses. Uh, good for 36 points. They're second in the Metro Division. Who's first? Uh, and first we have, <clears throat> excuse me, and first we have uh, the New Jersey 
Devils. 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 Yeah, Devils are sitting at 21 wins, five losses, one overtime loss. So right now we are sitting at 36 points. New Jersey has 43, and it's still pretty early in the season. Season goes all the way into, uh, ooh, all the way almost into the summer. Yeah, was it May or June? May, May, late May. So I mean, we have a lot, a lot of hockey left to play. It's still well, relatively early. Hopefully, we 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 were talking earlier about uh, going to a Canes game before long. Um, you think Alden can can get us some tickets? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was actually online before we started recording, uh, looking at at tickets. Well, and, it it can be <coughs> it can be kind of expensive nowadays, but I know that we are also looking at later in the future. I mean. We were looking at, you know, you were talking about going to uh, see him play in Philadelphia here in, in against Philadelphia. Yeah, I've I've picked out a couple of games the last in the next two two weeks. Yeah, and I'm still got my eyes on the outdoor game, but that's that's quite a few months away. That being in February, but it's that's a big one because you know everybody wants to go to that. It's in Raleigh at Carter Finley Stadium. Who are they playing in that game? They are playing, I believe I told you they were I've playing seen it. Capitals. Mm, I don't remember. I, I did see it. If I'm not mistaken, they're playing the Capitals. But there's some games coming up. Or the, no, no, it's the Penguins. Okay. Uh, the Flyers game, we're looking at maybe that or what was the other one? Oh, Dallas. Dallas, Dallas Stars. Stars. That's out of division, out of conference opponent. Yeah, we, we may end up at one of those. I'm not for sure. Yeah, well... The Canes did pretty good last night, and I didn't notice this. It was a sold-out crowd. Actually, over, it was a 100% capacity crowd at uh, UBS Arena in Elmont, New York. I didn't think that's where the Islanders play. I thought they played in Long Island. That I, might be Long Island. I don't know. But, yeah, sold-out crowd. And come away with a 3 nothing win shutout against the Islanders. So that's pretty big for the Canes right there. And coming up next, they have the Islanders again. Turn tab keeps going away. There we go. So coming up next, they have the Islanders again. Actually, no, that's in the series. I apologize. Coming up next, they have right here. You don't really know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> coming up next, they have right here. <clears throat> Stupid thing ain't working. I've tried to watch them on on Detroit uh, TV a couple of times, but I, I, it seems like I don't know if it was last weekend or what. It was blacked out. It always is. Uh, it's because um, it's because of Bally Sports. I've told you about Bally Sports in the yeah. past. Uh, it used to be Fox Sports Carolina's uh, dish. Kind of cut ties with them. Bally is a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Complicated. Well, it would make more sense to me. It's a streaming service. For, really. you know, people in North Carolina, you, you want to watch your team and you can't. It, it's hard, but, you know, you've had, we've had the same problem with State and the Panthers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just kind of hard, especially in our area, in northeastern North Carolina, you see we get more uh, D.C. sports. If you'll notice, you know, whether it be the Orioles, the Nationals, the Reds, I mean, sorry, Commander. No, you were right. The Redskins. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, people like that, you know, and in hockey, we get the Capitals if they show them. Well, once in a while, you'll get a, a Canes game, but I guess it, if they're. It's if ESPN. If it's on the road, maybe. 
Yeah, if it's on the road. If it's at a home game, unless ESPN is carrying it, and ESPN very seldom carries it on their regular channel. If it's not streaming, or well, if NHL, it's streaming, yeah. Yeah, we've got the NHL channel. Uh, they really don't show a whole lot. Yes, yeah, I think it's more highlight stuff. It really, yeah. Clips. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Canes have got, you know, they got a pretty loaded schedule coming up next. Looks like, like I said, they got the Flyers. They're finishing up their road um, I think the Flyers, the thing, uh, not the Flyers, the Red Wings. I thought Detroit. Yeah, um, I think the the like two nights, two days before Christmas, that Friday the twenty third is a game we're really looking at right now, and I think that was the Stars. If That's I if I remember correctly, Saturday the seventeenth is no, the Stars. No, what's Friday the twenty third? Friday the twenty third is the Philadelphia, the, the Flyers. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at both of those right now. I mean, not going to both, maybe one of them. Well, the Thursday after that, on uh, December 27th, they're playing the Chicago Blackhawks at home as well. Yeah. Now... Well, I used to like them before the Canes came around. Well, the Canes have only been around for 25 years. Yeah, I know. I used to like the Blackhawks back in the 80s. Yep, but... Yep. So, right now, looking pretty good. Hopefully, you can get... uh, get Freddie back in, in goal. I mean, the uh, the Canes have had some pretty good goalies over the past couple of years. Just had some troubles with injuries, as always. Hopefully, Aho and Aho um, and Jesper Foss can get back, get back healthy again in time to play, you know, the meat of the schedule. Because there is, like I said, there is a tough schedule ahead to close out the month of December for the Canes. After they take on Detroit at uh, in Detroit, uh, on Tuesday, they come back home for a pretty four, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four game home stretch, uh, starting off against the Seattle Kraken and ending with uh, the release, New Jersey Devils. Release the Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> so if they can get through that without any injuries or any serious, you know, they can kind of split or eat better yet, you know, win. Well, I'm I'm Most ready to games. go back to a game. I mean, it's fun to win, yeah, but it, a, a a Canes game is just fun being there. It that is. last one we went to, who, who did we we went last the year? Capitals. Yeah, and we lost penalties. in uh, um, penalties. Yeah, shootout. shootout. Sorry, shootout. shootout. This is not soccer. Yeah, we lost in the shootout, but the best player in the league won the game for him. Mm. That's to be debated. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it was still fun. It was. Are they gonna let time. me do the uh, the siren? The siren? Yeah. No, doubt it. Well, somebody contact them and tell them who I am. We'll get Alden oh, to yeah. p- petition uh, the Hurricanes and let us do the siren. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure everybody there will know who we are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you know, Raleigh's had a lot of stuff going on, not just in the Canes, but across the road at PNC Arena. I'm not PNC. Did I just across the road at Carter Finley Stadium? Now starting Friday night. Yeah, that's all of our Canes for right now. I mean, we don't really have too much on that. Uh, hey, do you remember what canes. what Stevie Fly put on? Uh, I did not see it. Uh, I did. I did see it, but I, now I can't find it. Was uh, it on Twitter or Facebook? No, it was on Facebook where you put the picture of Amedeo's on there. Oh, yeah. Last night, I believe. Yeah. Anyway, he was asking about the Tarboro. I believe if they were going to start another dynasty or something. Doubt it. Let's let's start. Well, they're 1A, so let's start with the uh, with the 1A. Yeah, we can. 
Uh, so Tarboro lost 1A state championship to Mount Airy, which is, uh, I don't know if you knew this, that's Andy Griffith's school. Uh, yeah. The Granite Bears. I did know it. The Granite Bears, yeah. 20 to 7. 20 to 7, wow. Um, I can't say I'm, yeah, I'm disappointed because I, the only reason I would be is because I like to see somebody from the East win. However, I'm not upset Tarver lost. I can't say I'm a real big And Tarver I'm not really fan, surprised. Yeah, and I was going to touch on that too, but um, I, we don't have any of the stats from the games other than the scores, but your oh, 1A state championship winner is the Minary Granite Bears. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, let's go through all four of them, and then I'll do my little piece because I wanted to touch on something. Okay, well, I, I, there is this. I'm not going to say much. I just want to say one thing about about Tarboro and Mount Airy um, to close off. You know, Tarboro ended the season thirteen and two. Yeah, I'm um, going to say a little more about that. Too. And then <laughs> <laughs> Mount Airy ended it with fifteen at fifteen and one. Mount Airy was was pretty good this year. And but if you want to move ahead to go ahead to two A. Yeah, your two A state champion is the East Duplin Panthers. That's East down. Uh, they're not too far from Mount Olive, right? East Duplin is in. Um, East Duplin is in Beelaville. Yeah, which is not you know like you're saying not it's not too far. far. Duplin County is right butted yeah. up against Mount Olive. Mount Olive sits at the corner of three different counties or yep. two different. Uh, East Duplin defeated Reedsville twenty four twenty one for the two yeah. A. Yeah, that was a close game. I was talking to um, somebody who was either watching it or had a uh, who had been there. Saying that it was looking like it was Reedsville down towards the end, but uh, East Duplin pulled it off and was able to get a turnover at a crucial time with like a minute left and just run out the clock. Okay. But Reedsville, on like the last three possessions of the game, apparently went touchdown, turnover, touchdown, onside kick recovered, and then they went three and out, and then that was it. So that was close, but East Duplin took it home. Yep. So that, that that's one school from the east. Actually, it split this year. Yeah, it did. Uh, got two teams from the east and two from the west. But anyhow, we'll move on. Number the three A champion, uh, the East Lincoln Mustangs. Mm, they, don't even. They beat. We're uh, gonna come back to that game. They are, they uh, they defeated Northern Nash thirty to fifteen. Mm, like I said, we're, um, we're gonna come back to that. All right, and then we'll jump over to the four A state champion, the New Bern Bears. Can't say I was too surprised about that outcome. I thought, well, it ended up New Bern won that game forty to twenty eight over Grimsley. I I figured, the yeah, <laughs> the Whirlies. I thought, I thought it the score. Well, I mean, it's twelve points. I thought it might have been a little closer than that, but New Bern, just a hell of a team. From everything we've seen and heard about them this year. Well, how do you I go undefeated the, and be bad? You know? Yeah, well, I I'm disappointed I did not get to see them play. Because uh, I really was hoping we'd get to one of their games this year, but um, oh, hmm? here's a, a bit of trivia for you for the uh, Newburn uh, Bears. Do you know who their coach is? Tony Tory 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 Nile, and a native of Gates County, Gates class County. of 2005. Exactly. So hey, Gates County boy uh, got the uh, got the four eggs championship win not only that i mean this is impressive considering you know 16 and 0 is your final is their final record yeah and on top of that in 4a in 4a 4a in 4a and i just have i just happened to look over the course of the season this is pretty impressive newburn 
scored a total of 721 points and only gave up 192. That's that's pretty that's pretty good. Seven hundred twenty one ninety two. Yeah. I mean that's So it wasn't just I mean the offense was on fire, but the defense was pretty good too. That's that's really good considering I mean you're four A, look at the schools that you're playing throughout the year, not to mention the playoffs. Exactly. Especially I mean Grimsley. Grimsley was the best I mean this is actually show on Max Preps to show the uh, national and North Carolina class ranks for each team. Mm-hmm. It actually was favored towards Grimsley. Yeah. Because Grimsley was number one in 4A. Well. Number one in the North, in North Carolina overall. Yeah. 97th best high school team in the country. <laughs> pretty good. And New Bern beat them by 12 points. That's pretty good. So. Um, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that level. That, that but level. I mean to go that many wins to go through the teams they went through, and I wish I had pulled up the whole uh, bracket to uh, the playoff bracket to go game by game of who they defeated this year to get to the state. Oh, I can tell you. Right I now. mean, it's there's got to be some some bigger some big school names in there. Well, if you want to know, I can tell you right now because they actually had. <clears throat> Excuse me. They had here we go. Right there. Okay. So New Bern and on their way to the state championship took down Jordan. What just happened? Uh-oh. Took down Jordan, Hoggard, and Sanderson. In the to, playoff. To beat, yeah. So they ran through all them teams. And I mean I don't mean they just Barely mean, except for with the exception of Jordan, which they crunched out uh, by you know by one score. Mm-hmm. Before that, they beat Hogger twenty-one to nothing. They beat Sanderson fifty-six to fourteen, and then they beat Roseville. I'm sorry, they also beat Roseville. Mm-hmm. They beat them seventy to thirty-four. I remember <laughs> that. I do remember that. Uh, and then obviously in the semifinals, the re- the uh, East semifinals, they beat Millbrook thirty-five twenty-seven. Right, that's a pretty big. Uh... So pretty big name there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before I do my little preaching, uh, I'll let you go. Oh God! T- give your piece on the. You were actually at the Northern Nash. Um, yeah. Uh, East Lincoln game. Yeah, and uh, I can't say too much, and I hate to say that uh, I didn't stay for the entire game. I stayed until halftime. Uh, that was all I needed to see to know what the outcome was going to be. And it, and I'm not saying that because one team was clearly way better than the other. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Northern Nash, East Lincoln was good. Northern Nash was very good. Uh, and, you know, I, I know it's easy to say, and I'm going to get a lot of a lot of hate from it because I always get, oh, you just talk about the refs. You just talk about, well, <laughs> if you were watching the game the other night, Northern Nash game. Last night. You would, yeah, last night. You would see what I'm talking about. Because, and it may or may, may, or may not have changed the outcome of the game. There could have been other stuff, other things. Uh, but it certainly switched momentum back into favor. Because the game at that point, it was in early in the second quarter. The game at that point was, I believe, 21-9 to East Lincoln. But the defense for Northern had to get a big stop, and, you know, they were fixing to, and they did. Uh, you know, East Lincoln was driving down the field, threw one towards the end zone, and noticed, I noticed as soon as the quarterback let go of the ball, he overthrew his man. And the Northern 
the northern defender was he kind of overshot his man too, but that was good in this instance because he was right in position to catch the football. He was in perfect position to catch the football, and he did. And he caught the football in bounds, had possession. They showed it on the replay. Had possession, fell down in bounds, had possession of the football after the play was blown dead, and then after everything, the football fell out. Well, referee number one, who was standing five feet away from where the play happened, signal interception turnover no one asked ball east lincoln uh wide receiver got up started whining I, I could tell he was just he was livid he was oh no it was incomplete it was incomplete and he was just started arguing with the ref well meanwhile don't know what's going on the other two referees who are 40 yards away from the play run up and start talking they start talking to each other about 30 seconds later incomplete pass they changed the call so do you think there were acc officials calling that game you know what? It was in Raleigh. Maybe they forgot. Maybe they forgot. Yeah, they came over from Chapel Hill. They forgot who was playing. But on top of that, the thing that just made me mad the most is the fact that they showed the replay on the board three or four times. And it was funny because, you know, it was real chirpy on both sides. You know how it is. Um, Mm -hmm. The fans from both sides are sitting there yelling at each other. Well, when they showed that replay on the board the very first time, it didn't even take a second. As soon as the East Lincoln people saw about it was, they, you know, they were on, they didn't even say nothing. It was just quiet over there because they knew they got away. It with was one. that clear. It was it was so cl- I wish I could show it to you. I probably will find it after we do this podcast because I'm gonna show it to you because you are going. I'm gonna tell you what. Oh my gosh! It felt like I was in Chapel Hill. <laughs> and I actually said that didn't I forgot where I was for a second because I'd never been in Carter Finley for anything else than a state game. It came out I said go back to Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. but that was pretty much the final straw for me. And then it was just a bunch of other stupid penalties. It was, it was something else. But I'm gonna tell you this: uh, Northern Nash's quarterback pretty good. They like to throw. That's something I'm not used to seeing from an East team. Northern Nash like to throw the ball. We're going to get into that, too, in a second. And they had some good catches of good throws, but the offensive line was just kind of lacking a little bit. Didn't quite give the quarterback enough time. Um, That was pretty much it. You know, that's had a few bad things that didn't go their way. Uh, the, the score does not institute how close the game really should have been or really was. Started 15, it really... If things had not gone the way, if there were some other things that were out of the players' hands had gone the way they were supposed to go, I would have foreseen it being within one possession. So that's my bit. I really thought, based on well, I'm, I didn't haven't seen them play all year long, but based on what I have seen and read about, I really thought Northern had a, a real good shot at it. Well, I mean, things happen. They do. I know, but I really, I was, th- I was thinking all along they were going to have a real good shot at it because they've beaten some really good teams on their way to get there as well. Yeah. But <laughs> is what it is now. It is what it um, is. Just make it back next year. Shall I preach? <laughs> sure, you got the room. I'm gonna I actually, we we just we've talked about this. I think the last time you and I went, we've been to one A and one double A back when they had both of them state championships before. What's it three years ago, maybe four? 
Yeah, it was it was not twenty. And it was twenty twenty January twenty twenty. Actually, it was December nineteen, wasn't it? That's right. It was yeah, December it was. 19. Uh, and we talked about it then, I believe. Um, a lot. I I had a discussion with somebody this past week about this same thing about the big difference. You know, you and I didn't know it until we went to those championship games in twenty nineteen. The the big difference. And I wish I had Stevie Fly on tonight to to discuss it with us too, because I think I've talked to him about it. The big difference in East and West football, mm. just in the state of North Carolina, I, I can't speak to any other state, but and it's not every school, but you, we noticed a lot. A, a lot of the, the the conferences, you know, Gates County's been in what three? They've changed conferences around a lot in the last ten fifteen years. But what we're more used to seeing with most of the teams or schools that we've seen over the past, well, 20 years, is, uh, I'll just say it, get mad if anybody wants to. There's a lack of discipline on a lot of East Eastern North Carolina teams. Um, right. There is some passing. There's so much. There's, yeah, I would, 75% running. A lot of it is just hand the ball off and run. Um, the 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 West schools that I have seen play and know a little bit more about have a whole lot more discipline when it comes to both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Um, there's more more passing for one thing too, but overall more. Di- uh, 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 um, what I just say, um, discipline. Discipline. It seems to be, you know, a lot of those schools in the western part. It's just there's there's so many schools in eastern North Carolina that I I just I relate it to backyard ball mm. or corner lot ball, um, and we see and I think with a lot of teams we saw it in 2019 when when uh, Northampton played went up against Robbinsville and yes. Tarboro went up against. Uh, who was it? Um, um, it was East Surrey. East Surrey. Those two games were glaring uh, when it came to discipline on both sides of the ball. I, the, the schools from the East were used to kind of just grab and run, and they weren't used to – they got shut down. Both those schools got shut down. They really did. Now, Tarboro, it looks like – you know, you and I have actually been to a Tarboro game this year. We went – I think it was the fourth round game we went to yeah. against Northampton. And, of course, they wiped Northampton out that night. I think we talked about this on the pod a couple of weeks ago. Um, didn't we? Right shortly after that. Yeah, we did. Northampton did not look like the team that, you know, they, they and they had this great record. I think they were 10-2, and 11-2, something like that at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering how they got there um, with that kind of record. Tarboro, that, that, that particular night we went, Tarboro over Northampton. I'm I'm not gonna rehash it all, but they clearly they just they were running the ball and running the ball and running the ball. Northampton couldn't keep up with them that night, but Tarboro, you know, they only put seven points on the board against yeah. Mount Airy. Yeah, of course now Mount Airy only put twenty on the board against them. I think Mount Airy scored seven in the first, seven in the second quarter, and six in the third quarter. I don't believe any. Uh, and then uh, Tarboro got their seven, I think, in the third. So there was no scoring in the fourth quarter. 
but I'm wondering if the same type of thing. It looks like it wasn't as drastic as the game you and I saw in Durham that night four years ago because they got shut down bad that night. And what happened with them, and I'm wondering if it happened this time because I've noticed the schools, a lot of them that are used to not just Harbor, but a lot of them that are used to just running over everybody and yeah. just winning every game when they get down and they get somebody that can actually handle them and play ball against them and, and, and overcome them, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to react. They don't know how to, you know, regroup. And now some of that is, is coaching. Uh, I'm sure a lot of it is probably coaching. Mm-hmm. But I, that was one thing, and, and it still holds true. Even though, I mean, we split, you know, you got Newburn from the east and you got uh, East Dupin from the east this time. I don't remember what it was back then when you and I went, but I, I just wanted to throw that in there. I, I see, and I still, it's still to me, it holds true today because I go to enough high school football and have been to enough in my lifetime to see the difference. It's just, it's night and day to me from east and west. And I said it back then and I still stand beside it now. Um does that mean there are sorry teams in the east? No. There's some really good teams in the east. But you look at Newburn, they had look what they did throughout the year. Look what they did through the playoffs. They put forty points on um on um Grimsley in the championship game without even having seen them play. That's a disciplined team. Yeah. And they won't they know what they're doing. And they got a good staff. But anyway, Absolutely. like I say, I really wish we had Stevie on. We're gonna have to get Stevie on here in a couple of weeks maybe to to um Yeah, that would be nice. Get his thoughts on that. I think I've talked to him about it before. Yeah. But that was my spill. So we're done with high school football for twenty twenty two. We are, we are. And hey, it was a good end to the season for the most part, with the exception of you know, all that. The Northern game. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for next season. I'm excited to see what teams are going to return, you know, and be able to rebuild because some of these teams that won, you know, a lot of them had a lot of seniors. Well, touch back real quick. You know what, what I said Stevie mentioned, and I don't remember if it was Facebook or Twitter. I think it was Facebook um, about Tarborough Dynasty. I, is this going to throw Tarbur down to nothing? I don't think so. I mean, I, they're up there almost every year. Yeah, exactly. They're in the mix every year. Uh, they're playing the same teams every year, though, to get there, pretty much. But anyway, I, I got to reach out to him and see if we can get on him. I, I want to hear some of his thoughts on that um, and see what he thinks about that as well. But uh, that's all I, I want to. Stop on high school football for right now. <laughs> it's time for high school basketball now. It is. It's time for high school. Oh, that's right. Yeah, high school basketball is in full swing, but I don't have anything on that. Yeah, I don't either. We do have a little bit of, um, we do have one football, one Wolfpack football thing to mention, though. Uh, yeah. Actually, we have two. The first, I was going to mention uh, our place kicker, Christopher Dunn. Yeah, one the Lou Gross a, a place kicker award. Yeah, that was a big one. I mean, if he didn't get it, who in my opinion, who else gets it? Yeah. You know, four hundred and seventy nine points over his career at state, ninety three field goals. Which yeah. that's just that's just crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> he he's accounted for an awful lot of pack offense. He is, and I mean he's accounted for a lot of big wins. Yeah. 
over the years as his at his as uh, state's kicker. So I'm happy to see. I hope he uh, gets drafted. I Man. think he should. Oh yeah, yeah. And the other Wolfpack news, I, I'm going to slaughter the name. I don't know if you know how to pronounce. We have a new offensive coordinator. Yep, Robert Arnay. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that's how it is. And I did not. I was going to try to put together a little bit more on him, but I've been concentrating on other stuff here this week. So. Well, I do have a little bit. On okay. Him. Not not a whole lot, but like I see, he's uh, 63 years old. Not not really any previous connections to Dave Dorn. Uh, he's faced him a couple times over the last few years. Uh, he does have a connection to State's defensive coordinator Tony uh, and linebacker coach Tony Gibson and Wolfpack special assistant Ruffin McNeil. Uh, he will be replacing... He will be replacing Tim Beck as Tim Beck has left and is oh. now going to be the head coach at Coastal Carolina. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He was on the uh, – he came from Arizona. Or at the same – him and Tony Gibson were on the same Arizona staff so, back in 2011. Coastal actually hired Beck to be the head coach. Is this right? I do believe so. What the hell were they thinking? Mm. Are they gonna, they're not going to actually let him call plays, are they? I don't know. I have no clue. Um – but <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, we don't have a whole lot of information on Anae, do we? Not too much, except for the fact that he is not necessarily. He doesn't have connections directly with with Dave Norman, but he does kind of have connections with some other Wolfpack staff. Do you think, or he's have, a Syracuse offensive coordinator? Have you read or heard anyone say there's any connection, maybe, to the fact that Devin Leary? decide to leave mm. getting a new coordinator coming in i'm not so sure about that because i think devin larry <coughs> i'm not even sure if it's i mean I've, I've heard from some other people that his even though he has announced he will enter the portal after he announced that that was when tim beck was taken well, away right. you see that could have something to do with maybe he might come back and might take his name out of the portal we don't know that for sure yet. Right. But that is some speculation and I'm hearing it's coming out and I don't disagree with it because that could have been that could have been a major reason for Larry wanting to leave is because it's quite obvious Tim Beck was not letting Larry play to his strengths. Right. Well he had any, any of them for right, that matter. Right. So we'll have to see what happens there. You know, I, I don't I don't know what to say about Robert Renee right now. I mean Syracuse had a pretty good football team last year. Well, when I say last, this past season yeah. going on, that's just ending up right now. Um, we'll just have to see how he fits in. You can't really make any speculation right now, except based off of his performance at Syracuse. And yeah, and I mean, even with the when the spring after the spring uh, practice and whatnot gets here, I don't know that we'll we may know a little more then. But you you really won't. I don't think you'll know a, a whole lot until we get to September, right? And with Devin Leary, you know, I did want to mention that a little bit. With Devin Leary, you know, entering the portal, so to speak, uh, he actually ESPN has named him the best uh, the best college football player in, in transfer portal right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so he's only got one year eligibility. Uh, we'll just have to see. Where he goes or if he goes, um, we'll just have to see that. I mean, there were some big names actually entered the portal along with Leary. Yeah. 
uh, including DJ Uigalele from Clemson. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. that one. Kind of shocks me. Yeah, DJ is out. Um, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State, quarterback. Uh, he's leaving. Um, actually, Carolina had quite a bit too. Oh yeah, the holes had some jumps. Except for Drake May, who said he'll always be a Tar Heel. <laughs> yeah. And that people went to state because they couldn't get anywhere else. Is that was wasn't mm. that one of his comments? Mm. Who won this year? Yeah, I'm curious. Who won in Chapel Hill again this yeah. year? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> the fact that anybody ever think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Mm. The fact that anybody ever thought he was a Heisman candidate. And there are still people who think well, he's a Heisman candidate. Yeah, there were people... When your numbers are inflated because you don't play anybody the yeah, entire year. Yeah, well... And when you actually play people who are decent, you get shown up for the bad. He didn't do crap against State. A lot of the uh, a lot of the Pider Blue faithful, though, you know how their attitude yeah, is. That ESPN, they're, too. Well, ESPN, oh, they're so far up... Uh, um, yeah, max butt that they can't breathe. But uh, yeah, a lot of the powder blue people think everything they touch is golden, <laughs> and just because they step foot in Chapel Hill, they think they're golden. But when the red and white came to town this year, it was a little different. Yeah, I mean, not, not now they not they tried to give it to them. They did. They tried their best to give it to them, but Carolina wouldn't take it. So no. Anyway. We beat that one enough, I guess, for this year. Yeah, I do want to. Before we get off the football, we got to talk about bowls, right? You know, that is the one thing I forgot to do. I was well, going to get a right listing. Here. I've already got it right here. <laughs> uh, when are the when's the first one? Oh, by the way, hmm. what was the final of the Army Navy game yesterday? Don't talk to me about that. I didn't. I didn't. Navy s- lost. Army oh well, won. I was pulling for Navy in that one, but yeah. I got some Navy friends. But I got people from both sides. I. I just enjoy it. Uh, sadly, Navy didn't win. <laughs> oh, well. There's next year. <laughs> yeah, there's no shortage. They, they, there is no question. They will play next year when, no. and the year after that. <laughs> when, when is our? When is the? When are the bowl games actually getting started? The bowl games are actually getting started this Friday, December sixteenth. Okay. Now it's Miami, Ohio, and you would be the Bahamas Bowl, and then the Cure Bowl, which is Troy and San Antonio. Uh, UT San Antonio. Uh, the big ones, the ones concerning F- uh, ACC teams and a lot of the bigger teams, the, was- the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Jesus. Now, now, I do like, they're playing at Fenway Park. That's on December 17th. That's Cincinnati and Louisville. I hope Cincinnati beats them. I hate to say it. Mm. The Jimmy oh, Kimmel LA Bowl. It. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fresno State and Washington State. <laughs> Yeah. The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Oregon State, Florida. Oregon State, I got a feeling it's about to run through Florida like, as yeah, Nick Saban says, like shit through a 10 hole. Florida's lucky to be <laughs> in a bowl this year. They sucked. The but. Frisco Bowl, North Texas and Boise State. The Broncos. Yeah. UConn made a bowl game. How? They're playing Marshall. What is their record? <laughs> One in 10? Uh, they must have got to six. They're playing Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, which is at Coastal Stadium. That's, that's the thundering herd. Yeah, I, I got. I'm, I'm picking Marshall for that one. Liberty made the Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl versus Toledo. Mm. 
The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl was Baylor and Air Force. Air Force made one. Mm. Hmm. Um, well, there's so many bowls now. Yeah, Jesus. I'm on. Yeah, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, Wake Forest in Missouri. Go Missouri. They're playing that one where the Buccaneers play. Um, Coastal Carolina's going to play ECU in the Birmingham Bowl. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, Duke plays UCF in the Military Bowl. The Holes are playing Oregon. Oh, oh my gosh. But you know, hey, that's uh, that's Knicks. Isn't yeah. Bo Knicks? Yeah. Playing in San Diego. Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. That's played at Cotton Bowl State? No, that's NRG State. Go, go back to the Duke game again. Again, Duke, mm-hmm. Duke's playing who? Central Florida. I'm kind of proud of Duke. Duke football? Duke, they, they had quietly had a really good year this year. Yeah, they really did. I, I just... We'll have to see how they go up against Gus Malzahn and, and the what are they, the Golden Knights. Uh, <laughs> hell, I don't even remember. Uh, Syracuse and Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, Oklahoma and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl. I'm pulling for Florida State. I'm not pulling for either. I'm <laughs> hoping it will end up in a draw. The Alamo Bowl is Texas and Washington. And then we're in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl versus Maryland. Yeah, that's going to be... I'm hoping it's going to be a good ball game. You know, that's bringing back. Um, we haven't played Maryland in how long have they been gone since from the ACC? It's been about ten years, it's maybe. Been quite a while. Um, they yeah. there used to be some really good games with Maryland. There, yeah, they really has. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl is Pittsburgh and UCLA. Here's one that I want to see is is UCLA going to actually show up for this one? We don't know. We'll see what Chip Kelly does. Uh, the Gator Bowl is Notre Dame and South Carolina, and I, I will got never it. say this again. <laughs> Me either. But go cock. I have got to go pull for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I actually do like their coach, yeah, Beamer, Beamer. Shane Beamer. And I like their quarterback. Spencer? Yeah, I like him. You know where he came from, right? I know what he got out of there. Mm. The Orange Bowl, the Vols versus the Tigers, Clemson. Tennessee versus That's going to be a good ball game. I, I so. think. Now, the quarterback from Clemson, he's entering the what Does that mean he will not be in the no. bowl game? Nope. And the same thing with Hendon Hooker. He's hurt. He's been he's out for C towards ACL against South Carolina. So Tennessee won't have him either. Mm-mm. That should be a good ball we'll game. We'll have to see what each of them pull out as far as quarterbacks. Kentucky and Iowa in the Music City Bowl. The Sugar Bowl is Alabama and Kansas State, and I'm pulling for Kansas State. <laughs> Nick is not going to lose the bowl game. But you never know. I, he's not going to. I think it's going to be a good game. How about this? The Cotton Bowl. You will never hear this again. Southern Cal against Tulane. Tulane. Jesus. I hope I, Tulane beats them. I would love to see Tulane beat them just because I can't stand Southern Cal, but... And the fact That's that Caleb Williams be won the Heisman and shouldn't have won the Heisman, it should have been uh, Max yeah, Dugan from TCU. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was your ESPN politics mm. in play. Yeah, playing in the Pac-12 where there's no defense. It's just like playing at Carolina. Your numbers are inflated. <laughs> then finally, the Rose Bowl game will be Utah and Penn State. That should be a good ball game. I think Utah's so a lot better than what I thought they were. Penn State is not nothing to play with either. Well, no, but uh, Utah has they surprised me a couple times this year, so it should be good. Yep, and then obviously you know the Final Four. Yeah, but who's playing who? Uh, TCU will play Michigan, and Ohio State will play Georgia. Oh God, 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm pulling Georgia all the Georgia all the way. Yeah, in Michigan and TCU, I can't pull for. I mean, I, that I, I would like to see either one of them. Well, Michigan only because of Harbaugh. I kind of like Harbaugh, but TCU because of Max Dugan. Yeah, I like him a lot too. So maybe they should be good games. Um, really, the Georgia. This is just going to be the toughest game that Georgia's had, I think. I mean, you know, they 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 mopped the field with Tennessee, which was supposed to be. A, they have well, they started out kind of slow. Um, it wasn't the the LSU. Well, it wasn't the LSU the, the SEC Missouri. game. Missouri, they 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 cranked that one. They squeaked that one out. Yeah, but they're going to be. That's going to be kind of tough, but I I hope they pull it out. Yeah, but other than that, that's all I have for that's all the bowls, pretty much the big ones that I was gonna run through. All right. Well we got a little bit of University of Mount Olive to throw in here. Yeah, but um, I do I do wanna take a short break real quick because we've been running for a while. So right. I'm gonna take we're gonna be right back. Hey, this is Sugar Shane, voice of the University of Mount Olive Trojans. And you are listening to the Swamp Talk Podcast with two of my favorite brogens, Quentin and Chris. Two guys in a car in the swamp, talking sports, sipping on beverages. What could possibly go wrong? We have returned. We have returned. And we are going to close out tonight with some state men and women's basketball and... A little um, bit of UMO basketball, and I actually have a surprise for the final thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's not; it's real short, but we're going to start right. with men's state men. Yeah, state men, they dropped a, a close one yesterday at Miami, um, 80 to 73. I tell you, they, um, they only shot, you know, we've talked about this a million times too. They shot 45% from the field. Thirty-three percent from three point. Um, and we lost the rebound in battle. Yeah, fifty-eight percent though from the free throw line. Mm. That that's it's gotta go up. That's ridiculous. I mean, you you can't. But you know, we've talked about it before too. Between that and the three point shooting in the ACC, you gotta have it. Yeah, and you do. Um, I mean, you had some. We had three guys in double figures. Though. We had uh, Jarkel Joyner had 26 yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Terquavion Smith had 19, and DJ Burns added 16. Where was my, my big man? Is he hurt? That's DJ. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? He's, no, 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 no. no. You're talking about uh, Mahorchich? Yeah, he did not play. Uh, and I didn't see anything, or maybe I missed it. If he was injured or something, I didn't I didn't see it. But um, I know he wasn't in the lineup. As far as Mahorchich, and yeah, he was not in the lineup, wasn't even on the bench. Um, from what I'm seeing right now, Mahorchich, I haven't got any news on him, actually. Yeah, I hadn't either. I, I looked briefly, but I didn't see anything. Um, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe something going on. I don't know. Uh, Dusan Mahorchich is currently... Uh, out indefinitely because of a kneecap injury. Ah. Yep. Well, <laughs> we need him back as soon as possible. And he's going to have surgery. We. Oh, man. He dislocated his right patella tendon. Every the- time. 
Because we, we miss him down. We need his presence down there, but he was it was pretty bad. It was um that was at the uh heritage game. Oh yeah, against Coppin. Um He was he is uh sidelined definitely definitely he's gonna have surgery. Uh he just looked at his right patella tendon. Well um, damn. Yeah. Well, you know what we've talked about before then uh, the, the, uh, somebody the rest of them are going to have to step up but I mean they they did they didn't do bad. I mean you lost by 7 points. Uh which free throws probably could have helped you out a little bit there. Um you know a couple more threes we we were back right back in there but I didn't I didn't watch any of the game. We were gone uh I was in the Gatesville Christmas Parade yesterday, so I kind of didn't see a whole lot of, or actually any sports yesterday. Um, I think next up, though, they're they're back home Tuesday night against Furman. Yeah, Tuesday night against Furman at 6.30. That'll be on the ACC Network, so we'll be able to watch that. Yep, at PNC. There are tickets available. There are. Um, Now, (laughs) uh, Wolfpack Women. Yeah, back up. Yep, they got a win today. Uh, yep, over so, uh, South Florida, sixty-five, fifty-seven. Um, shoot, I thought I put the records down here, but I did not. The records are: it was NC State women are nine and one, five and zero oh, uh, at home. Uh, South Florida is eight and three, two and one away. Uh, as far as their overall record, uh, South Florida is eight and three. Like I said, mm, excuse me, State. Is nine and one overall, and then they haven't started ACC play yet. Yeah, uh, for the Wolfpack women, Diamond Johnson was leading scorer with fourteen. Uh, Jaquia Brown Turner had thirteen, and Camille Hobby had ten. Yeah, who would have thought? You know, Hobby has really come around. She's back and forth. Well, she's better than the first year. Well, <laughs> she's gone. She's. I think she did better towards the second half of last year. Yeah, but uh, it's still early right now. She's she's climbing in the right direction. Uh, state shooting. I mean, this game. I mean, not to say that South Florida isn't a good team. State uh, shot seventy five percent for the free throw line, twelve of sixteen. Shot forty five percent from three, five of eleven, uh, and forty two percent from the field. Twenty four out of fifty seven shots. Yeah. Um, got to work on that a little bit. You know, this is a good game to get turned. You know, to get a a wake up call. South Florida out rebounded us. Um, they out rebounded us. They out. Uh, they didn't out shoot us. I did not. They had more assists. More. Uh, we had more steals. More blocks. Um, who do they have? Uh, no, up next. Who does state have up next? Uh, state women. Yep. State women have to play. If you I hadn't look, asked me, I would. Well, I looked at it earlier and I didn't forgot to write it down. Davidson, they're playing yeah, Davidson you're right. yep. on the fifteenth. Hey, there's tickets available for that too. Mm-hmm. At at home, uh, at eight o'clock on the fifteenth on ACC Network. Okay, what night is that? The fifteenth. Yeah, I know, but what day of the week <laughs> is that? Uh, um, that's a good Thursday. It's this Thursday. It's coming Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought about, uh, I've been all over the place looking at tickets. Um, all right, so you want to jump into before we finish up, jump into some uh, University of Mount Olive real quick. Sure, I'm gonna let you uh, go for it, or do you want me to? Because I have. Well, I got it right here. Okay. Um, 
He my men's basketball. It's been a tough year for so far for the UMO men's team. Um, I mean, they're getting a lot of experience. Young team. Coach. Um, New coach, young team. Yeah, first year. But uh, and he'll pick it up. He'll pick it up. They're uh, two and eight right now. But um, they lost at home yesterday to UNC Pembroke, 68-63. You see, there's another one right there. You see I'm going to stop you real quick. I know you can get to the other part real quick, but I'm going to say this about UMO men's basketball. With the exception of maybe two games, that record two and eight, it could easily be, they could easily be eight and two right now. Yeah. Oh, I agree because they're, they're, they've lost some close games. They've played hard. I think there's only, you know, like you say, a couple in there that they really got out of hand, got away from them. But, from what I've seen, and I've I've been to two of the games. They they've played hard. Um, just have had one. Just it's just been that one critical thing. Yeah, that hasn't gone their way or haven't been able to close out or any of that stuff. I mean, that they, they are not a two and eighteen. Oh, in no, terms think, of skill. Yeah, I think they're better than than the record shows. But uh, and I think they'll they'll come around. Um, you, I mean, it can happen any time. They're they're still led by um uh senior Michael Brown. He's averaging nineteen point four a game. Uh he actually scored twenty two yesterday. Yeah. And uh Trayvon Farrell had it fourteen. But um they're uh the men I think it's the men, they I believe they're done at home until after uh the holiday. I think their next game is this coming up Saturday at uh at King University? It is. They are done. At, they they're having a two game road stretch. They play King on December seventeenth, which is Saturday. Uh, then they play uh, on December thirty first at Wingate. Right. And then they come back home on January fourth to play right. Southern Wesleyan. And the, then it's back uh, on the road again. Yeah. Now the women uh, the women Trojans they are five and four overall, which is. Pretty good because you know they started out kind of rough. Yeah, that record does not. Now see that when I say about the men, for one, the women are the other way around. When, it, when in my opinion, uh, just from the past two or three games I've seen, something has just the off switch has been hit on fundamental basketball. Well, I, and I, I'll touch on that just a second, a little bit too. I watched them play. Um, I don't remember what night it was or who they were playing. You were working that game. I was streaming it and watching. To me, actually, the two times I've watched him play this year, there was no um, – the effort didn't, didn't look like it was there to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one particular game, and I don't remember who they were playing. Probably and I don't want to sit on here and, and just dog them and down them, but there, there, there was a lack of effort, it looked to me. They were not intense. It was real sloppy. Um, I mean, it was almost if that one particular game I watched one night, it was almost if they just came down the floor and handed the ball to the other team. It was really, really sloppy, and I, I don't know. They, they're gonna have to pick up on that a little bit. But I mean, a five and four record is hey, they're they're they got a winning record right now. Yeah. Um. Now they they actually they won yesterday. Uh. Uh, five, 50, by one point, 59-58 over Virginia State. And Layla Harris was the leading scorer with 20, and Malaya Hill had 10. No. Yeah, 10. Right. 
Yeah, and they have their next game. Women's basketball has their next game against Emmanuel. That will be on December 14th uh, at home. Yep. And you'll be there. Yeah. Well, we'll be there. And just I'm excited to see. I'm I'm hoping there will be a little bit of a difference in play. Um, Hopefully that next win, hopefully the wins will keep bracking up and maybe that will change the way they play. Well, I want to see them – you know, a little more intensity. They just, uh, like I say, it was kind of the two games I watched. Um, it was just a lack of that. They, they were they were not urgent at all. It didn't didn't appear to be. Maybe they were tired. I don't know what the deal was, but I'd like to see them pick it up a little bit. Um, I think that's the night you were working the game, and I was watching it. And I was texting you. Could I please, coach, just one quarter? Mm. But you know, anyway, I I'm gonna see. Maybe, hopefully, they'll pick it up. And the men, I got. I'm. I think the men are gonna turn around too. Yeah, the men. It's just a matter of time before they finally find that missing piece and just. I mean, they got a new. I don't know if they're kind of if he's running close to the same thing that Coach Higg was running it's in the past. It seems to be pretty much. Um. Oh, we do want to mention we had um, we got two UMO players that uh were recognized. Three. Three. Just well, two of them are one in men's, oh, yeah. one in men's, and one for, wrestling. Uh, for men's basketball, where did I put it? I got it right here. Shane Peterson. That's right. Freshman guard. Yeah, freshman guard Shane Peterson out of Burlington, North Carolina, has been recognized for... Carol- Conference, Conference Carolina. Yeah, Conference yeah. Carolina's freshman of the week. Month. Month. Apologize. And here we go. Found it. Uh, not only was he uh, recognized over in the women's basketball side, Lois, uh, sorry, Layla Anderson was also recognized for the same honor, and then Jeffrey Richards of men's wrestling uh, all earned the honor of freshman of the month. That was all their first. That was their first time all earning those honors. Conference Carolinas. Yeah, Conference Carolinas, and good deal. Well, I know we don't have anything on it. I'll just say it really quick. I wish I had of putting some more on it. I believe Mount Olive Wrestling is doing pretty good this year. Mount Olive Wrestling is doing <clears throat> pretty good. Yes, they are 8-2, 3-0 at the conference on a three-game win streak. Uh, their next, um, their next, what do you call them, match, match is against, uh, what's the name of that team? They're playing at, they're actually playing in Indianapolis right now. Playing wrestling, wrestling in Indianapolis, um, and that's all I had for UMO. Uh, I hope. Oh, congratulate everybody that just graduated from there. I believe it was yesterday, the December yeah. graduation. December graduations were yesterday. Hopefully, we'll be attending one in May. <laughs> You're about to, in a month from now. Well, less than a month from now, you'll start your final semester. Yeah, can't believe it. And uh, it's wild, but that's all I got <laughs> for for you. And my oh, <laughs> I don't remember if last time we were on I said it or not, but I'll say it now. I do want to give a shout out to uh, athletic director at you might at uh, Mount Olive, Joey Higgins. Joey Higginbotham. He he is a great guy. I really really like him. Um, he. Uh, I think they have a excellent choice in him, and I think he's going to help them go. You know, do do a whole lot of big big things in the future. 
he was a really good basketball coach, and I think he's going to continue on as the uh, athletic director. Absolutely. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to him because I, I really like Joey and um, thank him for everything he does for the university. Yeah. All right, now we're going to go to the last thing I have lined up, and it's completely unknown to you. <laughs> the World Cup. Oh, my God. So the U.S. got knocked out a couple weeks ago. Oh, I got a surprise one. I'll let you finish, but I got a surprise one for you two I want to ask you. Okay. So, yeah, we're reaching to, we have reached the semifinals right now. The quarterfinals wrapped, uh, wrapped up yesterday. Uh, the right. Netherlands beat or got beat by Argentina in penalties. So Argentina advanced, Netherlands went home. Uh, Croatia beat Brazil in penalties to advance to... Uh, they those two will play Argentina and Croatia will play each other for the semifinals on the thirteenth. So that'll be interesting. And then France beat England. How long does this last? It goes until because uh, it started Thanksgiving. Well, the semifinals go on. I mean, obviously. Uh, I forget how they do it, but I'm pretty sure it is, uh, it's double elimination once he gets past this. Well, not double elimination. Well, yes, essentially double elimination because the semifinals are set. Uh, France beat England in the quarterfinals to advance, and then Morocco upset Portugal to advance too. So the semifinals are Argentina and Croatia and France and Morocco. And the Mm -hmm. winners of those two games play each other for... Um, it says semifinal one winner versus semifinal two winner for one game. That'll be on the 18th. And then away from that is the semifinal one and, and two losers. So if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it would go, you know, the winner of each of those two games in the end will play each other for the, the whole thing. So that's what we're looking at right now. And it's it's soccer. It's not football. It's soccer. <laughs> Either way, one of those four teams will be winning the World Cup. Argentina, <laughs> Croatia, France, and Morocco. And I'm going to probably pull for France. Oh, my God. Well, who? I'm not pulling for Morocco. I'm and I don't know. I I'm not pulling for, for Argentina. And I don't even know what's in Croatia. <laughs> well, that's where, um, uh, our what's his name, uh, Big guy, men's basketball. No, he's from Serbia. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. My bad. Wrong again, sweetheart. (laughs) Oh, let me throw this in here real quick. Hmm. UMO rep men's wrestling. They defeated Emmanuel 29-17, and then they defeated Greensboro 41-12. They got six victories over Emmanuel and seven over against Greensboro. Well, that's good. UMO men's wrestling is... Mm -hmm. Racking it up again. What I wanted to ask you was, because I did not get, I I forgot at first it was on, and then I didn't get to watch it. Mm. Who won the match? I don't. I didn't watch it either. I was too busy. Being Tiger and Rory took on JT and Spieth. Mm. Uh, and it was last yesterday evening. I don't even remember where they were playing. The match results were. Ba-da-bum. Here we go on Sporting News. <laughs> the match. Come on. Well, I'm looking at a picture of Tiger right now. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Justin Ty- JT and Speed's one. Oh, okay. Easily. Well. It's what it says. They're two of my favorite players, so. Yeah, but I like all four of them. Well, I really like, I, I like Rory more now than I used to. I, I'm coming around. I really like him too. But, hey. It's what it is. Um, pretty much the way it went, the final was uh, three and two. So they're match play. Yeah. Yep, match play. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, Tiger Woods, I will say this, you know his son, Charlie Woods, he's like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Tiger said after the post in the post game press conference the other day that he admits that Charlie has finally outdriven him at thirteen years old. Mm. Now he's playing from the front tees. Oh yeah. However, yeah. I, I heard. However, that. <clears throat> however, not I've 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 got a, I've got a counter to that argument. Uh, the front tee. If Tiger plays off the back tees, the front tees. What's the difference in distance between the front well, and back tees? I'm not sure if it's the same at like every uh, if it's the same at every course. Um, probably like the places we play, uh, the championship tees to the ladies. No, no, you said the ladies. What's he playing from? He's playing from the Reds. That's the ladies' tees, mm. or is it the seniors' tees? See, uh, I usually play the white. Well, the children's tees, I think, are the same as the ladies' tees. It's probably close to it. Um. Based on the courses that I usually play, it's probably, I don't know, uh, 50 yards maybe. All right. Well, at 13 years old, if he's beating him and driving, you mean to tell me and by the time he hits 18, 21 at the rate he's at 13, right? You mean to tell me he don't gain 50 yards on his drive in that time period? Oh, I'm sure he will. The man's still got, he's still got growing to do. I'm sure he will, and... Um, I mean, he's got a little, a little few years to get there, and he's got the best coach he could get. So I'm sure he will. I'm I'm just saying, but, Charlie Woods. He but, might, if he decides to to go down that path, and let me say this, and you know this to be true as you well. John Daly's son, aren't you? No. Oh. About the driving distance. Oh, it's not everything. Yeah, I mean, it's not everything. Look at uh, Deshambo. I mean, who can hit the ball further than him? Well, no, Charlie's Charlie's driving isn't what everybody's talking about. It's his putting it's and his, his chipping. Iron, iron play, yeah. Which is another thing Tiger has been always known for, which he has the best. Him and Phil. Phil probably has better short game than Tiger, but. I don't know about nail, but. No, but, in, you know, as far as fundamental, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, you know, I think it's going to be fun to watch him. And then also, John Daly's son. Yeah, little John. Uh, I think he's playing going in he's Arkansas. He's at Arkansas right now. Yeah, that's right. As far as I know, though, there's not a whole lot of talk out of him at Arkansas. I'm not sure. Well, they haven't really, um, I guess college golf, well, college golf is done for the year. They may do some stuff in the spring maybe, but. That could be it. I think they're mainly done for the moment. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking me. of golf, I haven't played in about a month and a half and it's killing me. Yeah, you'll live. You'll be all right. <laughs> but on the bright side, I usually, when I take a little break, when I go back, I do better. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, final shout out I want to give for tonight. Uh, actually, I have a couple of shout outs. I want to give a shout out, obviously, to Alden Early, who's always giving us information on canes, and he's always oh, yeah. uh, helping us out with, you know, different things and giving us good questions and good things to talk about. 
Shout out to him for always being there. And then last night, uh, shout out to Blaine Crocker out in Smithfield, uh, North Johnston Soccer. Matter of fact, Alon played at North Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> Class of 2019. Went with me last night to North, to the uh, to state championship. And then after we left there, we went to Amedeo's. His first time that he remembers going to Amedeo's. He says his mama said that he went when he was like three. <laughs> Which changed quite a bit probably since then. He was impressed. He told me he was very impressed. And he's a state fan as well. What so did you got to order all that. Videos? What else? What do you think? Uh, well, I don't know because there's several things the that sub, I like. The world famous lasagna, obviously. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Blaine got chicken Alfredo. He was impressed with that. <coughs> I'm more of a sub guy or their ravioli's really good too. There's not a bad thing on that menu. No, it really isn't. I'm not a big fan of anybody's <laughs> lasagna, though, so... I will say this. I, I didn't think... And you can call me wuss if you want to. <laughs> about fruity drinks. Uh, there's this thing that they have called the Pack Punch. It's... Um, Ma- not Malibu. It's vodka and um, pineapple juice and orange juice with a little bit of grenadine. And that was the stuff. They put cherry and orange peel in it. Oh, where did you sit? At the bar. First time I ever oh, sat at the bar. Oh, in the smaller room. And I didn't notice this because I've never sat at the bar before, but did you notice all the things they have up where the bottles are? They have state helmets. They had a state helmet up there. I swear it was like one of them state helmets that Raymond Gabriel wore. Yeah. And I'm talking the From old the block S, just the S. Yeah, the early, early mid-60s. And they had one of those. They had two modern helmets. They had a football sign by Dave. I don't know what year, but Dave Doran's signature was on it and a lot of other players. Uh, they had directly above where Blaine was sitting on the, right above him was uh, a magazine, a uh, Sports Illustrated magazine. had a picture of David Thompson on it. It had his signature on it. It was framed. And they, it's it's just all sorts of stuff in there. I have Dave's signature somewhere. I don't know where it's at. Mm. <laughs> But it was fun. Got to watch. That's how where I watched the Canes game. Watched the third period. That was fun. Our server, Lissandra Dawn, Dones. Sorry for butchered that. She uh, is a student, an ag student at NC State. She knew about UMO. When we walked in, she saw my UMO sweatshirt. She said, oh, we got Trojans in here. <laughs> and so that's how that sparked. And uh, found out she knew about Gates County. And she knew. So I'll tell you about it later. She knew uh, some people. You, uh, this really kind of plays into it a little bit. Uh, Gates County Ag. Hmm. Who, who was the greatest ag teacher of all in Gates County? Oh, Don White. I saw Don White yesterday. He's also like one of the only ones. Don was actually in the Gatesville Parade yesterday uh, yeah. that we were in. Uh, I did not get to talk to him, but I did see him. He's driving a tractor. Good for him. Good deal. Uh, but I did. I see. I saw him near the end when we were turned around. Um but I wish I had a moment to talk to him, but I didn't. That's all right. You get Samson. I forgot to tell you about that. Yep, but shout out to to Lissandra and all the wonderful staff at Amedio. She always, always wonderful there. Never had a bad experience there. Don't think I ever will. Uh, it's They never miss. So, yeah, shout out to Blaine for going with me last night and had a good time. I think it's been a while since we've uh, said hi, but uh, let's say hi to... All the partners down in Andrew, North Carolina, uh, Hal, Jamie, and um, Grayson. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to the Stokes family. Shout out to the Jackson family. The We haven't been on. We haven't talked about it. The newlyweds. Oh, yeah. 
Emery and Hannah. The newlyweds, yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to... to um, I hadn't seen uh, Emery uh, since he went to the uh, Mudcats game with us this summer. Yeah, they're doing good. Uh, they got back from their honeymoon a few weeks ago. They're living... They're looking to get a house, last I heard. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Harrison Aiken and Caleb Merwin. And pretty much the entire okay. UMA baseball team. <laughs> that won't be uh, too far off. Two months, maybe. Uh, no, no, it's not going to be far at all. They're having scrimmages right now, and they did a 100-inning game the other day in their practice. They're, they're getting ready. It's coming up, uh, coming up quick. I think uh, well, here we are, early December. Today's the what eleventh, eleventh, uh, probably about the middle end of February. They'll start playing. Yeah, or oh, the season will start. Yeah, and also shout out to the UMO softball team. Oh yeah, you don't know them like I do, but I, I want to get to. Uh, well, I'm always. It seems like when I'm in Mount Olive, to for a baseball game, softball is going on at the same time, so I miss softball. Hopefully, I'm going to get to do both this year, yeah. this season. But other than that, that's all I've got for tonight. Yeah, um, I don't think of anything else at the moment. Um, oh, say hi to Stevie Fly for oh, and, and his comment yeah. he sent to us on. I think it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, until um, next time. Until next week. Hopefully, we will see y'all later. Goodbye. <laughs>